0: Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. The date is Tuesday, the 3rd of May, and we are here to handicap the MLB state uh, for Wednesday, May the 4th. Uh, I'm not saying it. I'm not into all that sci-fi rubbish. I'm sure uh, these two youngsters are. Uh, joining me are the, uh, the the rookies, the SGP and prospects. Um, first of all, Mr. Noah Bennick. Noah, how are you doing?
1: How's it going, Mel? May the 4th be with you as well. Um, Brought up as a big Star Wars guy myself. Um, And... The Tigers Pirates, that's the NOAA, basically, Super Bowl of the MLB. Both of my teams facing off. It unfortunately got rained out uh, for today We're recording this on May 3rd, but we get a doubleheader tomorrow on May 4th, and we got great news that our prospect, one of our top prospects, Alex Fajardo, will be going for that game. So I'm very, very excited. I was a Gators fan, and he pitched for Florida, so couldn't be more ecstatic for that.
0: Yeah, I saw uh, you were you were quite um, enthusiastic in the Slack channel earlier on. So you can tell us little bits about him um, later on. Would it pain you if I told you I'd never seen Star Wars, Noah?
1: Yeah, it would pain me a little bit. I mean, it it kind of seems more like it would have been during your generation when that was really hot, right?
0: Yeah, I just me. I haven't. I've seen about five films in my entire life. I just haven't got it in me. I'm kind I, of I don't the same what it way. Is. Yeah, and I, I, I struggle enough with reality, so science fiction is way off my map. Like, and um, you've got a nice array of things going on behind you. I can see your Marlins, I, a Twins, a Phillies, a, I Grimm, know. a Padres. I'm working
1: on the backdrop. I'm in a new yeah, location. It's good. My Wi-Fi might be a little bit shoddy. My house sucks with that. So I still need to hook up an ethernet cord, but we're just going to have to roll with it for a little while. So yeah, I, I have a couple of like fathead stickers of MLB teams from when I grew up in my room right yeah. now. And I'm just waiting for the moment when like my mom like starts talking over the microphone and I can, <laughs> and I can be like John Clayton, like, Hey mom, I'm
0: not done with my assignment or some stupid <laughs> thing like that. Just... Get Mrs. Bennick on the pod. <laughs> uh, the it's off with Mrs. Benick. Uh, yeah, a couple of football shirts uh, in there as well. So um, in the stark contrast, Dylan Rockford is lying there like Hugh Hefner. Uh, he's a very relaxed man, Dylan. What's going on? What's the situation here? I'm just chilling, man. Uh, Liverpool <laughs> comes
2: back after oh. down 2 nothing. So... It's a good day. I live bet them plus one sixty five. I hit on that. It's a good day. My Mets are winning. No thanks to Matt Olson hitting that home run. So, other than that, uh, good to be with you boys, and can't wait to break down. We got a lot of games to get to. These
1: yeah, guys can see, type and yeah. in pool into the group chat. I so I sent a picture of my pool. I, I so thought
0: they- that was fun. <laughs> There's far too much to Liverpool chat on this pod nowadays. I've got my uh, Chargers jersey <laughs> on. I don't know, I don't even know where this came from. I don't follow the charges. Uh, number 43, Sprouls. Is he a famous man? Darren Sprouls, yeah, yeah. Guy. Darren Sprouls had a cup
1: of coffee with the team, but uh, Sean would like you more. He was more of an eagle, I think.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, well, they have got my Darren Sprouls top one, uh, which doubles up as my pajamas. Um, right, okay, let's handicap some baseball. Um, like you say, it's a uh, it's a full slate, or it was a full slate. There's now an even fuller one because there's been a, a couple of rain outs today, which means we're going to get a, a couple of double headers tomorrow, uh, which also means pitching changes, pitching changes from the pod that Megan Dillon released last night. Um, we will cross that bridge when we get to them. So, when we get to them chronologically, um, if we've already handicapped them, we will tell you. If there's been pitching changes, we'll tell you. Um, so, we might not be able to get odds and valid handicaps out uh, because they have changed. And there's certainly been some uh, some paid pitching changes that we are aware of. Uh, we will start with a 12.40pm Eastern first pitch, which is the Arizona Diamondbacks at the Miami Marlins. And at least at the Florida Marlins then. They haven't been that for years, have they? Um, Madison Bumgarner uh, goes for the Diamondbacks and Alicia Hernandez Uh, Is on the hill for Miami. I will drag the odds up that I have for that one if you give me three or four seconds. The D-backs are plus 117. The Marlins are minus 135. The overall under is set at 7.5. Early start for this one. Uh, Bungana, one and one with a 1.7 ERA. Um, Hernandez is two and one with a 5.75 ERA. Um, Bumgarner's only given up one earned run in his last 15 innings pitched. He's been going along nicely. In fact, the entire Diamondbacks rotation has been going along nicely. Uh, I saw, um, I can't remember the exact stats now, but they were, they're were they very high up uh, in terms of ERA uh, or opponent's batting average off the entire rotation. Uh, Merrill Kelly's been going well, Zach Gallen, uh, Bumgarner. Um, Hernandez... Has he inflated ERA 5.75? Like I say, he's 2-1. and He gave up eight earned runs in his last nine and two-thirds innings pitch. He's had two bad starts at home uh, where this game uh, will be played tomorrow. And his 2021 ERA at home was 4.28, which was worse than his road ERA. Um, Tight one, we've said the, the Marlins are always involved in low-scoring games. The the D-backs aren't hitting uh, for average, but they certainly, uh, when they get the hits, they do it at the right time. They do it when there's runners in scoring position. The D-backs are 6-6 and on the road. Um, And I think the, the, the fact that they've just going to be in this game. Bumgarner's been good. The D-backs, like I say, six and six on the road. So plus money on the D-backs here was good enough for me. Uh, so I'm happy to take Arizona at plus 115. Uh, Noah, will let you tackle this one first. Arizona at Miami.
1: New... So, uh, yeah, I don't normally mute myself, but a lot of background noise. So I would put it on, failed it on my first time. I'll get better at it, though. All right. So, uh, anyways, Madison Bumgarner on the mound. I'll lean towards him. He's definitely the better pitcher in this matchup. So Arizona Diamondbacks aren't a bad idea to lean it or uh, just – Sprinkle a little bit on that money line, but I will be more leaning towards the over seven and a half in this game. Uh, David Peralta for the D-backs, he's swinging a hot stick right now, batting 600, three for five with a single, a double, and a freight train tank against Hernandez. And there was some Marlins good PVB in this matchup. Jacob Stallings, 429 against Baumgartner, three for seven with two singles and a blast. Miguel Rojas, 333, 5-for-15 with four singles and a home run. And Brian Anderson's batting three hundred, three 3-for-10 with a single, a double, and a bomb himself. And in 2022, Jazz Chisholm's been raking, batting 306, 19-for-62 with four bombs and 41 total bases. And now he's questionable with an undisclosed injury, Joey Wendell. See if he's going to start. He's batting 318-for-60 with 27 total bases.
0: Okay, love all of that. Dylan, uh, did you have a strong fancy in this game? Yeah, I like the fish here. I made
2: them a minus 150, so at, at plus at 120 with the D-backs, I still need a little more to be on them. But Bumgarner, he's been pretty much the same, I think, in like most of his starts. He goes five innings, gives up a few hits, one run. He keeps them close while he's in the game. So if you do want to lean to the Snakes, I would do first five plus a half because I do think Bumgarner will keep the game close. Uh, but with Hernandez, he's much better at home than on the road. In his two starts at home, eleven hits, four runs, only two walks. So I think we get another solid outing from him against the D Backs. So I, I would lean with the Marlins at, on the money line at minus one thirty.
0: Okay. Uh, the next game is a one ten Eastern first pitch, um, which is the series which is already underway this afternoon. The, the double head of the day game there, um, which Noah alluded to um, the. Braves go to the Mets for a 1-10 Uh, first pitch. As I say, Ian Anderson goes for Atlanta. And Tyler McGill goes for the New York Mets. The lines are... Hang on a minute. See the lines all over the place because of these double headers. Uh, Atlanta are plus 105. The Mets are minus 23. The over or under is set at seven. half made me laugh earlier on in our little chat when he said seven is the new eight and a half, uh, <laughs> which is a good line. Um, because, yeah, we talked a little bit about this last night, Dylan, um, about these over or unders, and uh, a lot of sevens kicking around. There's another six and a half on tonight's slate as well, which you just never used to see. Um, Dylan, Lead us off with the Braves at the Mets.
2: Yeah, uh, bias, but I'll probably be on the Mets here on the money line. Uh, I got it. I got the money line at minus one twenty. I do like it up to a minus one twenty-five. McGill, he's been lights out, and I think he's for real. He's only given up six runs in his five starts. In his last outing, he carried a no hitter through the five, and that's when we had the combined no hitter. So I think he rolls here at home. The Mets are a better home team, so I, I'm just gonna take the Mets on the money line. And keep riding with my team.
0: Yeah, I think McGill has probably been my greatest uh, fantasy success uh, so far this season. I can take my victory lap on him. I have drafted him in quite a lot of places, and and uh, by luck he got the opening day start when DuGon went down, and sheers had to be pushed back a day. Uh, but bar that, he's been absolutely great for uh, for them. Four and zero with a one point nine five ERA. Ian Anderson two and one with a four point six six ERA. Um, Anderson's just been plodding along. He's been okay, and that's it, really. Uh, expect a little bit better. Um, he's been good for two or three earned runs pretty much in every start. Um, uh, McGill has been a star. He had his best start last time out versus Philly. I keep expecting a little bit of regression. Um, I think both teams can score enough here uh, for this to go over the seven, uh, and it's, it, possibly there might be some bullpen. Uh, tiredness if this, uh, depending on what transpires in this double header uh, today as well. So if each starting pitcher can contribute two or three tomorrow, and then we're making some tired arms out the pen, and I can see this going over seven at minus 105. Noah?
1: Yeah, um, I'm just looking because I, I devised this whole uh, spreadsheet that I created. Uh, the Mets do have one of the better bullpens in the MLB. This spreadsheet let me down on Monday's podcast. I got blasted by the books. Um, but personally, I was... Honestly, looking towards the under in this game, but seeing what they're doing right now, they have nine runs scored already in the sixth inning. And this was, uh, it was Morton against who's the Mets pitcher. I'm forgetting it, but it was another good pitching matchup. Yeah. Peter Peterson, who's been playing or pitching pretty well in 2022. So I was not expecting this one to go over either so you know what i might fade myself here and take the over with (laughs) now uh james mccann's batting 571 against ian anderson four for seven two singles a double and a mccannon blast dom smith is swinging a hot stick right now three for 10 with two singles and a dom bomb and some good 2022 mets bats that are hitting really well right now are jeff mcneil and mark canna and i love this braves lineup Travis Demer, De if he starts, he's been really hot uh, as of late the last week. Travis Darnell, Austin Riley, and Matt Olsen are always good props or DFS plays themselves.
0: Okay. Uh, the next game is the first um, of these two double-headers head- which have slightly clouded uh, our handicapping for, for yesterday and today. Um, it's the Pirates at the Tigers. Uh, the game that was... Uh, called off was uh, today the match was meant to be Quintana and Pineda um, what we're looking at I think s- tomorrow the f- is uh, Peters for Pittsburgh against Pineda and then Quintana is going to go against um, Fado? Fido how do you want to pronounce that Noah uh, yeah. yeah. yep. Fido okay yep um, so yeah, my kind of handicap's got a little bit out the window on this one. Uh, so I'm going to abstain. Um, I'm not sure Dylan's got too much to add here, but I know you wanted to talk about um, Alex Fayedo Noah. So we'll give you the floor to talk about the Detroit prospect.
1: Yeah, so I'm really high on this kid. He won or aided Florida to the College World Series Championship in 2017, where he was 9-2 on the year with a 2.26 ERA and 157 strikeouts in uh, 17 games over that year. And in the minor leagues, he suffered Tommy John surgery. He's since come back, and he's throwing harder than ever. Um, his ERA is a little bit up. But uh, I expect this kid to be a really good pitcher for us. And my hope is that he pans out. And that's a, a lot of what I have to say. And some of it may be biased because one, I'm a Tigers fan and two, I'm a Florida Gators fan. So I've been watching this kid a lot uh, as he's come up through the farm system. And I'm very excited for him. Um, as for the game, I so the game that they pitch against Quintana is the one that I have handicapped. And I was going to entertain a Tigers stack against Quintana. They have really good PVB against him. Tucker Barnard, who's hitting really well right now as of late, batting 429 against Cantana, 3 for 7 with 3 singles. Jamer Condelario is 400, 2 for 5 with 2 singles. Mikel Cabrera is hitting 340 against Cantana, 16 for 47, 9 singles, 5 doubles and 2 Miggy Mashes. And Robbie Grossman's batting 261. Six for 23 with four singles and two doubles. Two bats that are like on the pirate side of things if you're leaning more to that side with the Buccos. Cabrian Hayes is hitting three thirty-three on the year. And Daniel Volbach is a good bopper that has been batting leadoff who can hit you an extra base or get a bomb for you as well.
0: Okay, thanks for that. Uh, Lee, I'm always looking forward to seeing these, these young pictures go. Uh, in Detroit, us relatively well last year. Um, me and Moon are quite high on on some of the some of the youngsters there, and they, they cast some nice tickets for us. So, it'll be uh, interesting to see how Fayedo goes tomorrow. Next up is the second of these double headers. Um, I would feel comfortable handicapping one, uh, which was the uh, it's the San Diego Padres at the Cleveland Guardians. Um, the first game. Um, Scheduled to be the pitches that I think myself and Dylan certainly handicapped earlier on, uh, which is Mackenzie, Go and Cal Quantrill. Um, I have no pitches at all for the second game. So again, I'll maintain a watching brief there. I'll pass that on to the boys in a moment. Um, Gore is 2-0 and on the season, uh, the left-handed pitcher. He has an ERA of 1.76 so far. Uh, pitched 15 innings struck out 20 batters uh been going along nicely go having a little mini breakout which uh people have been expecting from him for a long time Quantrill 1 and 1 with a 3.27 ERA so Quantrill's been going along okay too. uh 22 innings in the four games he started uh, with 10 strikeouts in a whip of 1.18 um steady uh steady st- stuff from from go you, you normally get five solid innings from him and um, a strikeouts are on the improve as well so he still seems to be settling down and he's fine on the road no problems with him uh, with this being a road game as well in cleveland um quantal also um against some decent opposition uh he's been fine he had a home era last year of 2.35 um both clubs are going along okay cleveland are streaking again they uh Won three, lost seven, and I think you have now won four. Um, so, yeah, Cleveland could be a team. Just keep following them on the street. We'll, we'll keep monitoring that. Um, I like both pitches here. I thought this was possibly a bad spot for Gore. Um, he had a 10-strikeout game last time, and that can often lead to a little bit of regression if he's uh, if he's ramped himself up so far. He might, he might just be slightly over the top, I think. Um, I thought Cleveland on the money line... Uh, the prices on this one are, um, the Padres are minus, 120, minus 128 favourites. Uh, Cleveland's a plus 110 with an over or under of eight. Um, the Guardians on the money line, I wrote this down at 120 earlier on. It's obviously shifted a little bit uh, into 110, but I was like to take Cleveland in this spot. Dylan, um, Padres at Cleveland. Uh, the Go-Quantrell matchup, is that the one that you handicapped?
2: Yeah, that's what I have, Gore and Cal Quantra. And I love me a home puppy. I'm on the same side. I like the Guardians here. I did make the Padres a minus 105 favorite, but we've just gotten too high here. And I have to be on the Guardians. I'm a big believer in Cal Quantra. He's only getting a second start at home. But like you said, He's gone up against really tough lineups, Giants, Yankees, Angels, and he's kept his walks down. And I think if he can continue that, I think he could have success against the Padres. I think he just has to get past Manny Machado and Eric Hosmer. Those are the two real threats who have been hitting for the Padres. So I'll take a shot with the Guardians. They, like you said, they won four straight, and I think it continues at home.
0: Uh, Noah, anything to
1: add to this? So when you're a fan of a bad baseball team, like I am with the Tigers and the Pirates, you pay attention to a lot of the farm systems. And I have grown a love for both uh, Quantrill and Gore. I actually stashed Gore in the SGPN fantasy league, and it's worked out pretty well for me. So hopefully I don't, I don't want him to regress because I just got swept in a categories matchup last week, which was pretty bad. Um, but yet, like uh, Dylan said, Hosmer and Machado are the two players Plays for DFS or props if you're on the Padres side in this one, and for the Guardians, I would entertain some J Ram, maybe even some Stephen Kwan, Josh Naylor, or Miles Straw against the young lefty Gore. Um, for me, I will be eyeing the first five under because I know uh, I like both of these starting pitchers, and the Padres bullpen is not the best, so I have them in the bottom third of the league. So I'm just going to be on the first five under.
0: Just as a complete. Aside here, boys, I've got the TV on in the background. Um, I was checking the football scores and stuff. I've obviously just ignored it because I've been talking to you and doing this podcast. I'm a professional man. I've glanced up, no idea what's going on. And I've clicked the little I button and I'm watching a programme called The Man With A Penis On His Arm. Um, and that's all I can tell you. I've got no idea what's going on. It's absolute mayhem. What are they
2: showing over there across the pond? May
0: it's absolutely baffling. Yeah, I'll be honest. I think it's some sort of scientific thing. And he's—I don't know—they're growing a penis on this man's arm. You Uh, you remember?
1: You remember the clip last week that got sent in the MLB gambling podcast? You're just asking for this one to be sent
0: in too. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll try and edit that out. Um, Yeah. (laughs) The man with the penis on his arm. If you, I'll try and uh, I'll record it and send it over to you boys later on. Um, right, yeah, sorry for that. A little uh, little detour for everyone. Um, I'll tell you what I'll do. To, uh, put,
1: on, put on the Mets-Braves game that's on right now.
0: <laughs> I, I have to uh, watch that on my laptop. I can't watch that on the TV, so I'm going to have to oh. stick with uh, with old cock on. What I'll do instead oh. is talk about Winbet and their $10 Doing win $200 promotion where a $10 bet qualifies for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the Winbet Casino is offering 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And of course, don't forget to, involve, to get involved in their same game parlays with the Win's own build-your-own-bet feature. All users can receive a $20 free bet when they win, lose or push a three or more leg build-your-own-bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs. There's loads to choose from. All you have to do is download the Winbet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, we will head down this card to... The St. Louis Cardinals and the Kansas City Royals, which is a 110 first pitch. Adam Wainwright for the Cardinals. Chris Bubich for the Kansas City Royals. Um, the Cardinals are minus 135 on the money line. KC are plus 120. The over under is at seven and a half. Uh, Dylan, you can lead us off here. Mm-hmm.
2: Wait, which one? I'm sorry. I don't think you're going in order. The Cardinals at Royals? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> because we dropped all the way from three, uh, 3 o'clock to 7 o'clock. That's why I have it in time order the way I cap the games. But, uh, yeah, for the Cardinals, this is going to be a pass on me. I did make the Cardinals a minus 140 with Wainwright on the mound. But his starts on the road and the way he gives up a lot of runs – I don't really trust him, and I don't really like boobitch all that much either, so usually when I'm not high on either, I try to attack the total, so maybe the way these two pitchers are playing, maybe a first five over would be a play I would see myself on, but I don't like the over as well, and I don't like either money line for either player, so i'm gonna it's a
1: pass for me. How about a um, yes-runs first inning?
2: <laughs> no, I hate that bet. <laughs> everybody hate, loves them. It's ridiculous. It's the most stupidest thing. You can't cap that. <laughs> it's just a flip of a coin.
0: This is, I the hate people get, this
2: is I hate people get famous over that.
0: That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's the bit of change in start time on this because you're right, Dylan. I've got this on my paper notes here. Uh, all the way down at the bottom after the LA-Boston game, but now uh, on the MLB yeah. home screen, uh, it's all the way up to a 110 first pitch. So maybe there's some Jesus. weather coming in later on or something, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, it has, it has thrown us a bit of a dummy, but don't worry, uh, we'll power on through. Uh, Noah, um, St. Louis at Kansas City. Yeah, I'm right
1: there with Dylan. I have no idea what I should do in this game. And although it's such a stupid bet and it's a coin flip in the first inning, the yes first runs inning or yes <laughs> runs in the first inning was going to be like my only idea in lean for this game because um, it, my angle would be against Bubich, but wayno uh, hasn't been great and he's on my fantasy team season long. So I'm like hoping that it's just a – blip in the graph here but uh there is some good hitting in this matchup that i like nl player of the month nolan arenado's hitting 359 on the year with an 11 11 ops but he's also hitting 400 three for five with two singles and a tank against Bubich. for the royals ryan o'hearn he's batting 556 against wayno five for nine three singles a triple and an o homer and paul goldschmidt batting 400 two for five with a single and a double Hunter Dozier batting 375 three for eight with a single a double and a Dozier dinger he also has four walks and zero strikeouts against wayna so he sees the ball very well out of his hand salvador perez is batting 375 three for eight with three singles he's in a slump right now but it's a good time to bust out of it also another royal in a slump whit merrifield he's five for 16 with four singles and a double he's a good hitter um, so I have faith in him getting out of it against the guy that he has good history against. And also I'm going to keep tailing Andrew Ben as he's hitting 365 with an 881 OPS on the year.
0: Um, I felt everything about this as a betting event was horrible. I hated it. Uh, Adam Wainwright two and three with a four point zero zero ERA, um, Bubich o and two with a 10 and a half ERA. Uh, Wainwright's had two bad starts. Um, including eight walks uh, in those last two. Um, Bubic is usually horrible. Um, He's been slightly better at home, but that doesn't mean anything. And when I just looked at the lines, I didn't want to take anything. I do not want to take the cards at minus 135. I certainly can't back um, Kansas City behind Bubic. In the over or under... I mean, seven and a half looks low. I suppose if I if I if you put a gun to my head, you force me to stick a tenner on something. I'd stick and, it on the over. But the I have. Cardinals on my...
1: bullpen and the Royals' bullpens actually better than most people think, too.
0: Oh, fair. yeah. So I mean, I just didn't. Yeah, I didn't really want to back that. I say, gun to my head. Yeah. I'd back the over. But other than that, I have written down. I'm out is what I've written on my bit of paper. <laughs> uh, so the very the very rare uh, no bet from me yes-runs uh, first up, inning. Let's try it. Yes-runs <laughs> first inning. Okay, we'll try that. Um, <laughs> just to annoy Dylan. Um, uh, something that won't annoy Dylan, um, we're going to see if he's going to blindly back the Mariners like he does on every single podcast, Dylan. Uh, it's the Seattle Mariners at the Houston Astros, uh, which is a 2-10 Eastern first pitch. Uh, Matt Brash uh, goes for the Seattle Mariners and uh, Justin Verlander goes for the Houston Astros. The lines are plus one fifty seven for Seattle, minus one eighty for Houston. Over or under of seven and a half. Um, Matt Brash, along with Tyler McGill, was my uh, fantasy darling, my little sleeper. Um, and then all of a sudden, he's just started to to give up a few runs. He's one and two with a six point eight eight ERA. Um, He's pitched 17 innings with 16 strikeouts. He had a couple of great starts. All of a sudden, he then gave up three against Kansas City. But last time out was the issue. He gave up six earned runs uh, on seven hits in just two innings um, at Miami. So we'll have to see now. It's, it, Brash looks like, to me, he's at a bit of a, bit of a crossroads. Uh, so we'll see which, which it he really takes tomorrow. JV uh, has been exactly what you expect. Two and one, uh, a 1.73 ERA. Uh, great numbers from Verlander. He was he's pitched twenty six innings with twenty eight strikeouts. Um, getting struck out as well. He's gone eight, six, and seven. Uh, his last three starts. So he's been going deep into games. Uh, just one earned run last time out at Texas. Um, yeah, I've got maintain a watching brief on Brash. Um, hopefully, he can keep. Uh, turning in some decent starts and of some fantasy used to me, uh, but I wouldn't want to be backing him. Um, Valandas has been top class. Both teams have very similar records. In this game, Houston should be better, should be able to score two or three runs more than Seattle. That seems pretty straightforward to me. Um, so Houston um, on the money line, uh, sorry, Houston on the run line, uh, which I believe was minus 115, uh, was going to be my bet here. Uh, Dylan, blindly taking Seattle, I suppose.
2: Yeah, no, I learned my lesson last night. I went 0-2, first five in full game. I took a chance and just didn't work. But I thought this was a tough game to cap. I guess the only value I'm seeing here is with the Astros on the run line. I was willing to lay a small number, but I got a plus 115, so I'll probably be on the run line for the Astros. As much as I do love this Mariners team, they've been struggling. Five and five in their last ten. Mitch Hanniger, he's still out. And besides J.P. Crawford and Ty France, everyone's really struggling to get on base for them. And they just can't rely on those two guys. They need guys to step it up. So now they're going up against Jerson Verlander, who's been another Cy Young uh, season so far. I don't like them in this spot. So that shows line lines to play for me.
0: Okay, so we've finally got Dylan off Seattle. Uh, Noah, are you Houston as well?
1: Yeah. I have this law. I have this law that I live by and it's called don't fade Justin Verlander. And also Mm. just fun facts on the Mariners. They're five and nine on the road and also five and nine on the money line when underdogs. So it's, uh, right now, like Dylan has said, they've been slumping a little bit and it's not really a winning bet. And especially when you're going up against Verlander, the Mariners, uh, have struggled against him they have no positive pvb Verlander is five and in his last seven starts against the mariners dating back to 2019 uh brash is relatively new to the league doesn't allow the Astros to have any positive PVB either against him. So if you want to be on the Mariners, I'd just stick to J.P. Crawford or Ty France props or DFS plays. But for the Astros, I really like Kyle Tucker right now. He's back to raking, but the Astros lineup has been inconsistent all year. So if you need another Astros bat, I would take Altuve. He would be my choice. I played him yesterday. He did all right. And he's coming back off an of injury, so I expect him to get back to business.
0: Okay, thank you very much, Noah. Uh, I am going to tell you about Sleeper. Um, the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. Uh, my fantasy league is on there. In fact, three or four are on there. Um, absolutely outstanding app, a uh, game changing product. It's not like anything else in the industry. Uh, but now you can make money on Sleeper by playing their new over or under game. Uh, it's dead easy. Um, pick your sport, pick two or more players that you like, and pick the over or under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Choose your stake, and then if you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two to 20 times your money. Um, the uh, chat box is great, the little chat room. You can you can play with your friends. You can have a group chat. You can copy their picks uh, so you can ride things out together. Loads of fun. Uh, download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Uh, have fun with your friends and make some money. If you use the promo code SGPMLB, uh, Sleeper will match your deposit up to $100. So download Sleeper and use the promo code SGPMLB. Join SGP and squad to bet with the guys. SG.PN squad. T's and C's apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. The next game on Wednesday's slate is... I will endeavour to get back in order. I'm sure that pitching uh, time has changed, though, Dylan. Uh, it is Eastern, which is the Tampa Bay Rays at the Auckland Athletics. We have Corey Kluber going for Tampa Bay. Uh, Frankie, Mann, Frankie Montas is going for Auckland. I have lines of Tampa Bay at minus 110 and Auckland at minus 110. It's a pick em over or under. Is it the magic number seven? Uh, Noah, lead us off.
1: Yeah, so I love the over or the under. Sorry, I love the under here uh, between Corey Kluber and Frankie Montas. Kluber's had two good starts in a row. I feel like I don't have his numbers in front of me because um, Malcolm and Munaf typically take care of that job. But Frankie Montas has been exceptional to start the season so far. The Rays are a little bit beat up right now. Choi is on the 10-day IL, and Francisco Mejia has COVID. I'd really only stick to Wanda Franco, Brandon Lau, or Emmanuel Margot for Ray's bats here. Lau is three for 12 against Montas with two singles and a long shot. So that would probably be my favorite Ray bat from this game. And the athletics don't have very good PVB against Kluber. So I'd really be interested in only Sheldon Noisy, who's relatively new to league and who's batting 310 and maybe a share of Chad Pinder or something like that. So yes, I love the under in this game.
0: Okay. Um, I had the underdown at six and a half when I handicapped this earlier on. Uh, It has moved to seven now. Uh, Dylan, what do you make of this?
2: Uh, Yeah, I like the race here on the money line. The A's, I think they've been struggling. They've lost four in a row. Uh, I do like Corey Kluber over Frankie Montez. Frankie Montez started this season good, but he's had two bad starts. He's given up a lot of hard contact, walking batters. And with Kluber, he's just making his second start on the road, but we've seen a different kind of Kluber on the mound this year using his off-speed pitches. And when he turns into the bullpen, I think they have a better bullpen than the A's. So I'm going to back the better team, in my opinion, and I think it's the Rays. So I got to cheat that minus 108 over at Winbet.
0: Uh Okay. Well, if you're listening uh, to this, you're going to have to choose your favorite handicapper here because uh, Noah um, has gone with the under. Um Dylan's gone with Tampa. I like Oakland and I like the over. They were my two picks. So uh, we've covered every eventuality. We're absolutely no help to you people. Um, Corey Kluber is one and one with a 3.05 ERA. Um, as Noah said, yeah, pitched well last time out. Uh, he surprised me as it happens. He's pitched 20 and two thirds innings with 18 strikeouts. Uh, and his last start was great. Um, one hit, one in run. Uh, over six. The start before that was 11 hits and four earned runs. Um, So it's a case of do you trust uh, Kluber? His road ERA last year was 4.87, which was a full two points uh, bigger than his home ERA. Uh, So I'm not sure if I do uh, trust Corey Kluber. Uh, Frankie Mantas, two and two with a 4.25 ERA. He had his first bad start last time up against Cleveland, uh, but there's two starts before that. Um, he was good, so I'm expecting a bit of a bounce back here. So I wrote down maybe Auckland, but they are out of form. They're they're scuffling along. They've lost the last three. Um, but I can't take um an under seven with Kluber on the mound. Um, I do think both pitchers can contribute. Uh, but I was happy to take the over. Uh, so yeah, we've taken everything there. Pay your money and take your choice. Uh, hey, one of us are going to win. That's for sure. Someone's going to win, yes. Uh, (laughs) Bragging rights. There's bragging rights up for grabs. Um, 6.45 Eastern first pitch is the Texas Rangers at the Philadelphia Phillies. Martin Perez uh, goes for Texas. Zach Wheeler goes for the Phillies. The lines are... They're not up there. The lines are down here. The lines are Texas plus one hundred and sixty, and the Phillies at minus one hundred and eighty. Very skinny Phillies. Uh, over or under a set at eight. Uh, Noah, you can go.
1: So honestly, my play here would have been the Phillies money line, and I. Don't think I'm comfortable enough to take the run line, but that would probably be my next bet. I'm not going to give out a minus 180 on the pod. Um, so run line would probably be my lean, <clears throat> maybe even a team total. That might be my favorite prop from this game because Martin Perez, he's had a great couple of starts here, um, but Phillies have good history against him. Good PVB. Alec Bohm, he has the best PVB average or batting average on this slate today, he's batting 714 against Martin Perez, five for seven with four singles and a bomb bomb. Corey Seager's three for five with three singles. Nicholas Castellanos is four, batting 444, four for nine with two singles, a double, and a home run. Didi Gregorius, he's hitting 364, four for 11 with a single and three DD dingers. Gene Segura is also eight for 27 with five singles and three home runs as well. Lastly, JT Realmuto is three for 10 with three singles, so I will be entertaining a Philly stack here, and it's most likely going to be Bone Gregorius, and Segura most of that infield.
0: Okay, so the Philly stack it is for Noah. Uh, Dylan, Rangers at the Phils.
1: Yeah, this is going to be my
2: last shot with Wheeler. I'll back him one more time, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> he's a little better at home, and he had a really nice outing uh, his last start against the Rockies, so I'm hoping he's starting to get into his form like we saw last year, but the Phillies bats also have been scoring some runs as well. So I agree with Noah, maybe a team total if you want to play it that way and don't want to lo- lay the run in a half. But at plus 125, I was able to get Phillies uh, run line and I was willing to lay a price. So plus 125, uh, Phillies run line to play for me.
0: Well, the second half of the pod is going completely off script here. I've got Texas, uh, the plus 145. Uh, Perez, 0-2. Oh uh, with a 3.00 ERA. Wheeler is 1-3 and three with a 5.79 ERA. Uh, Perez has been pitching well. Noah said that one earned run uh, over his last 13 innings pitched. Uh, Wheeler did get his bounce back start last time out versus Colorado. Um, it's a question of if you trust it, Dylan just says he'd give him one more chance. I want to see it again uh, from Wheeler before I give it a chance. He did walk four in that last start as well. Um, Texas are four and five on the road, uh, which puts them in the game for me. And I thought plus 145, they are capable of scoring some runs. Uh, So I was looking after some dogs and I think Texas uh, might be one to bark tomorrow. Uh, Next up, we have a 7.05 Eastern first pitch between the Minnesota Twins and the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Dylan Bundy goes from Minnesota and Bradish, what's his name? Quick pop quiz, everyone. Kyle is the answer. Kyle. I yes, said it on are mute. You lost? Sorry. <laughs> no, well, that's no good. That's what that's one point to me. Answered my own question. Kyle Bradish goes for the Baltimore Orioles. The lines are the twins are a minus 130 favorite. Oh, that's juicy. I didn't see that before. Um, Baltimore or plus one fifteen overall under at seven and a half. Um Bundy, 3-1 with a 2.95 ARA. Um, He's pitched 21 and one third innings and struck out 19. He was going along very, very well was Bundy. Um, Surprising quite a lot of people. And then all of a sudden, he eventually got lit up uh, last time. Uh, He gave up six earned runs at Tampa Bay uh, on seven hits. Um, British... Kyle Bradish is 0-1 with an ERA of three. Um, prospect, um, who made his first start uh, last time out, it went really well. There was quite a lot of fantasy chat about him, actually. Um, he got picked up in quite a lot of leagues. Um, he pitched six innings uh, in that start against Boston, um, gave up five hits and one walk, um, two earned runs, and he struck out two batters. Um, yeah, this was a tricky one because... I've I looked at Baltimore, but I'd want a little bit of a bigger price, I think. Um, Plus 115 on Baltimore never seems very attractive. Um, Minus 130 on Bundy. Um, Also, uh, it falls into that boat. Um, I was having to take the seven and a half, I think, over. Over seven and a half at minus 105. Again, I think both pitches can contribute. Uh, Bundy might be good for a couple and maybe Bre- uh, is on his second start. Now there's a little bit more tape on him. Uh, and I think the Oriole pen can contribute as well. So for me, this was an over at 7.5. Dylan, what was, the, uh, what was the Rockford line on this one? Have I got this right, the it, seven and a half?
2: Yeah, I set my line at 8.1. So I do like the over this one, but my play is going to be on the side. I like the twins here. But minus 130 is probably the highest I do. Dylan Bundy, great game. Uh, he's going for the Twins, but he was bad at his last time. He gave up six runs, two home runs. That does worry me because this Oriole team can be pesty, and they can they can keep it close. They, their bullpen actually has been pretty impressive. But with the – with the, the Orioles Stadium, Camden Yards. They did move left field back. They raised it a little more. So, did I you think... see
1: that guy run into the wall? <laughs> no, I did. And one of the other games, he just slid right into it into that new part. It was hilarious. Oh my god!
2: Yeah. So, like you, even like Noah said, people are still getting adjusted to that left field thing. So, don't know if I, I would need a bigger number to be on the Orioles, but I, they played some pretty close games. And the Twins, their winners at ten of eleven, they're just hot right now. So. I'll take the twins on the money line.
0: Uh, Noah, twins or Orioles? I absolutely hate this
1: series. Uh, I hate <laughs> the twins team in general because they're just so inconsistent. And Sano just went on to the IL, but you never know when this team's going to show up and hit. You never know when they're going to lay an egg because a lot of these guys are go big or go home with low batting averages but they sell out to hit these home runs and i capped this one perfectly on monday i took the orioles tried to get a juicy dog on a monday play and the twins won a game two to one because the orioles can't score either so i literally like the over would be the play but i don't know if either of these teams are going to put up runs so literally i so my thinking here is a plus 115 price on the orioles just like how Malcolm kind of sniffed it out. That's kind of low. That's not really juicy on this Orioles team. That's just brutal. Um, but I feel like that just speaks to me and that's going to be a winner because the books don't want you to jump on a plus plus one fifteen price with the birds. So not interested in any of the bats for this game truly, but if you wanted to pick some, it would be Byron Buxton. He's always a good play for props or DFS Trevor Larnik and Anthony as there. I mentioned on the Monday podcast, both of these guys have been hitting, have been hitting pretty well as of late and I've had my eye on them. Uh, Trevor Larnik, On the College Baseball Experience podcast, I just dropped a uh, podcast with an interview with uh, Dryden, who's a big Oregon State fan, Larnick from Oregon State. He has dropped double-digit fantasy points in four of his last six games, and he's feeling it right now at the plate, batting 291, 16 for 55 with 24 total bases on the year, and Santander has hits in six of his last eight games, so he's not a bad hit prop play as well.
0: Okay, Uh, before we crack on, I'm going to tell you loads and loads of stuff about coffee. So listen hard. Um, Trade coffee, to be precise. Um, Trade coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. Um, Expert tasted coffee, Trade's coffee team actually tests thousands of coffees to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you. And Trade's human-powered algorithm, will find it. Trade's first match guarantee. Trade is so confident they'll match you right the first time. If they don't, they'll take your feedback, and an actual coffee expert will work with you to send a brand new bag for free. Uh, right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off the first order, plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking the quiz at drinktrade.com SGP and let Trade find you a coffee that you love. drinktrade.com SGP for $30 off. Uh, don't forget, with Mother's Day coming up, uh, a Trade subscription is the perfect gift for the coffee lover's in your life. 7.07 Eastern first pitch, the New York Yankees at the Toronto Blue Jays. Fascinating series. Um, Nesta Cortez goes for the Yankees. You say Kikuchi. Uh, Lefty goes for Toronto. The Yankees are minus 115. Toronto minus 105. The overall under is set at 105. 105, that's a lot. The overall under is set at 7.5. Uh and Dylan is going to tell us who's going to win this game.
2: I actually don't have a play on this side. I have a play on no, the total.
0: Dylan, what a letdown.
2: I'm sorry. This one actually was a hard one to handicap. Tricky lines, uh not too confident on the side. I did make the Blue Jays a minus 104 favorite, so I, I would need a little plus more money, plus price to take them, but I made my total 8.6, so at a 7.5, I would go over just because I think Kikuchi could get lit up. His first start against the Yankees wasn't, wasn't good. In his last outing, he only went two innings, got pretty uh, roughed up as well. So I think the way the Yankees have been hitting the ball, they, they might uh, get some runs, and I think this Blue Jay lineup could get a few themselves. So give me over 7.5. I like it at 8 as well.
0: Um, Noah, same question to you. Uh, Yankees at Blue Jays. So before this before I get to this game, I'd like to announce
1: that I have made a program change. The Mets won the game against the Braves. I'm not going to put anything on like Malcolm's England TV cable stuff over there. I have Louisville <laughs> and Vanderbilt College Baseball on. So great matchup, and I love both schools. Um, but for this Yankees-Blue Jays game, I'm going to be on the Yankees side with Nestor Cortez here. Uh, I've... Liked what he's done so far this year and the Yankees have pretty good PVB in this matchup against Kikuchi. Uh, Gleyber Torres is batting re- really well right now, actually. And he's 6-for-13 with five singles and a double against Kikuchi. LeMay, he's 5-for-11 with four singles and a double. He's hitting 296 with 35 total bases on the year. Bo Bichette plays really well against the Yankees. He's 3-for-7 with two singles and a bow bomb versus Cortez. Isaiah Connor falefa is 3-for-8 with three singles and is also hitting 314 on the year. That's a good play there. Joey Gallo is two for seven with a light tower power bomb, and Matt Chapman is two for eight with a double and a four bagger for this game. I'd also consider Eric Judge, George Springer, and Vladdy Jr. as they will all be facing left-handed starting pitching. So um, maybe an over as well, but my play will be the Yankees money line.
0: Okay, um, I agree with you there. No, uh, I've got the young the Yankees uh, on the money line too, Cortez. One and zero with a one point three one ERA. Um, he's been going around uh, great, but he did give up eight hits um, at Kansas City last time. I do expect a bounce back. Um, he was fine on the road also in twenty twenty one, so no problem with a road start here in Toronto. Um, I get the feeling Kikuchi's living on borrowed time here. Um, he's lost his command. He walked eleven in his last three starts, um, and this was as simple as taking the, taking the better picture. Um so yeah, minus one fifteen on the Yankees and the Cortez was my play also. Uh next up is the LA Angels at the Boston Red Sox. Um, I've got Reed Detmers going for the LA Angels. Feel free to correct me if you've got anything different, boys. Uh Garrett Every Whitlock Demers is going. Too. oh okay then a- uh Pitcher, I got the game on. <laughs> no, fair enough. Uh close to home. Uh Boston Red Sox have Garrett Whitlock uh, on the hill. The lines on this one are... Oh, I don't have any lines, that's what I do. I've got the right pitch, but I don't have any lines. Uh, Dylan, we'll let you lead us off here because you can give us at least your Rockford lines on what you think um, might be might be upgraded. Well, I did
2: it thinking it was Shohei, thinking he was coming back because he was announced coming back. But if you're saying it's Demers, I'd have to adjust my lines. But... Even with that, uh, with Whitlock on the mound, I probably would still favor the Red Sox, probably minus 115, minus 120. I'd see myself on the Red Sox. Uh, yeah, so that's all I really have right there. I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, Otani going today you,
2: or
1: tomorrow? What happened? Is the Otani going to today or tomorrow? Cause I, know... uh, I
2: just I just read that he came back and that he that he was gonna go to either today or tomorrow. Gotcha. Because so I, I, yeah. I know he I pinched I know
1: he pinched it. God's
0: going today.
1: Okay, so he, he might okay, be yeah. he might be going tomorrow for this slate because he pinched it for the uh, for them against the White Sox and they were talking about it and they wanted to start him in the coming days and they told him don't run if he hits a ground ball and then he hit a ground ball into the shift so he basically walked to first base. Hmm.
0: Um, okay, well, we can keep this one fairly brief. I, I had the Red Sox as well, um, Dylan. Only there's not many places uh, you'd feel confident taking the Red Sox at the moment, um, but they were drawing with Detmers, probably the dodgiest uh, starter in this in this Angels rotation. Um, and Whitlock's been great. If, if Whitlock, even if um, another pitcher does go for the Angels, uh, Whitlock's had two starts and four bullpen outings. Um, Getting a little bit more stretched out, three and four innings in his last two uh, against decent Oppo as well. Uh, so I did quite like Boston in this spot, or uh, with uh, without knowing the the LA Angels pitcher for certain, uh, we won't give you much else. But yeah, got no problem uh, with taking uh, taking Garrett Whitlock and being slightly high on him. Um, Noah, do you have anything to add in this uh, little cloudy spot here?
1: Yeah, I, I'm like I like I've said on the podcast many times before, I'm a little bit higher on Detmers than everybody else just because I've seen him and his bigger success. But uh I, I still like the Angels, whether they have Detmers or Otani on the mound. This is one of the best offenses in baseball. They're tied for fourth and team runs per game. They're First in team OPS, their third in home runs on the season so far, and their third in team batting average. So I'll take the bats in a game against Whitlock, who might go four or five. He's a long reliever. They could get into this pen pretty quickly and do some damage.
0: Uh, Next is a 740 Eastern first pitch between the Chicago White Sox and the Chicago Cubs. Lucas Giolito goes for the White Sox uh Kyle Hendricks goes for the Chicago Cubs um I've only got money lines on this one boys uh the White Sox minus 145 and the Cubs at plus 125 uh Gilito is 0 and 1 he has a 2.57 ERA uh, Hendricks is 1 and 2 with a 5.47 ERA um I seem to draw Hendricks uh on the on the pod every week, it seems to be my turn to handicap him. And I always say the same thing. You just don't know. It's such a roller coaster watching him. It's horrible. Um, Giolito um, stretched out to six innings last time after two, four in and out in. So he's settling into the season. Um, Hendricks has been better at home. Um, so I'm going to give him another chance. I'm rubbing my eyes here. It all just stresses me out saying it out loud. Already not looking forward to it. This game's like 25 hours away and it's already uh, starting to annoy me. Um, Yeah. Giving Hendricks another chance, the weather, I know we've got a bit of a weather lean in tonight's game uh, in Chicago. Moonaf was telling us earlier on about the wild winds. I think this is going to be low scoring, uh, in which case I would take maybe the Cubs on the run line plus 1.5 if Hendricks um, can keep it close. But, I, I've got Noah strongly, and like I say, Hendricks. I find he's impossible to handicap. I will give a pick. I'll give the Cubs at one and a half. Uh, but it's a, it's a chance for Hendricks that I'm I'm loath to uh, to to give him. Um, Noah, how 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 do you sit with uh, Kyle Hendricks? I have a question
1: for you. So hit me. You're you're at the roulette table, and it has been <laughs> ten times black. Are you going to go red right yeah. or black? <laughs> black. All right. Well, I I have Hendricks on my season-long fantasy team, and it is just a roller coaster, and I'm so stressed out about it. I'm not going to start him here against the White Sox, but this is literally his last start that I'm going to give him. And if he blows up again... uh, I would expect maybe four or five runs against it's the White Sox, but if he blows up, it's going to turn into a stream spot for me on my roster because I can't have that right now. Um, as I did, I didn't really uh, buy or draft uh star starting pitching. That's typically my strategy. I just load up on some average bullpen guys and grab a lot of good starters late. And Hendricks is just that guy. He's dead weight on my roster. Uh, Clint Frazier's batting three for five with three singles against Giolito. is batting 591, 13 for 22, 10 singles, two doubles, and a bomb against the professor. Josh Harrison batting 458, 11 for 24, seven singles, a double, and three tanks against Hendricks. Uh, Tim Anderson batting 375, six for 16 five singles and a double and adam angle is batting 364 four for 11 with four singles my play i'm gonna keep playing black i don't know what i'm gonna get from endrix i'm gonna go white sox run line and it's black because you know the white sox black sox you know
0: <laughs> uh dylan uh chicago which one do you like
1: yeah
2: like uh like you mentioned malcolm only money lines up right now due to the weather but I don't know. I, I keep going back and forth just like you guys with Hendricks, but if money continues to come in on the south side and we get a little better number with the Cubbies, I'll probably see myself on them. I like Kyle Hendricks at home. We do have wind blowing in, so I think we do see a lower scoring game, like you said. Uh, both teams that are struggling three and uh, both 3-7 and seven in their last 10, but I, like you guys, I'm going to give Hendricks one more shot at home and see what he does, so... Probably wait and see, but trying to get a better number with the Cubs.
0: Okay. Uh, next up is the Cincinnati Reds at the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, as if the Reds didn't have enough enough issues, um, I've just checked the live scoring on my TGFBI team, and there's a little uh, COVID-19 um, symbol next to Joey Votto's name. Uh, so yep. I know he hasn't been going very well, but probably their most serviceable player, uh, is now on the COVID list as well. Um, who? Uh, Vladimir Gutierrez is going uh, for Cincinnati. Freddy Peralta uh, is going for Milwaukee. The lines are... let see if I can find some lines on this one. Uh, Cincinnati, are plus one 195. Uh, Milwaukee, a minus 227. Overall, under of seven and a half. Uh, Dylan, was this as straightforward as um, I think it is?
2: Yep, yeah, short and sweet. Malcolm, Brewers minus one and a half. I was actually able <laughs> yeah. to get even money at plus 100. So I know Freddie Peralta isn't the best, but I think he's better than Gutierrez. I think we could all agree on that. So uh, I-, I saw the Reds miss three, five balls the other day in one game. So Brilliant. there's no way I could put my money on them. You just mentioned Joey Votto out, one of those serviceable vets. So yeah, Brewers run line is the play for me.
0: A hundred percent. That's all I wrote down. I wrote down the Gutierrez sucks. The red suck. Miloqui um, plus one and a half at plus 100. Um, uh, So I wrote down everything that you said out loud. Uh, Noah, uh, three for three here.
1: Let's just imagine that I'm scrolling through a Twitter feed and I'm going to retweet Dylan and I'm going to retweet Malcolm it's Brewer's <laughs> run line, and that's it. Um, for me, uh, some one bat for the Reds that you could entertain is Colin Moran. He's four for nine against Freddie Peralta with three singles and a red-beard blast. But two Brewers that I like is Christian Yelich. He's three for seven with three singles against Gutierrez, and Willie Adamas, who's hitting him really well right now. He's batting three for nine with three singles.
0: So uh, A red-beard blast I enjoyed. Uh, no, I will do. Um, the... Second-to-last game is the Washington Nationals at the Colorado Rockies. Um, Patrick Corbin, lefty, goes for Washington. Uh, Austin Gomba, lefty, goes for Colorado. Uh, The lines are Washington, plus 120. Colorado, minus 138. Over or under, is it 10.5? Corbin is 0-4 with an 8.69 ERA. Uh, Gomba is 1-2 and two with a 3.86 ERA um, Corbin was okay last time against Miami um, but still uh, he actually he pitched at Colorado in the last in his last start of uh, last season actually in September, uh, only gave up two and runs on six innings pitch so it wasn't too egregious um, Gomba's been pitching well, this is pretty straightforward, we um, we keep picking Colorado at home, they're 9-4 at home uh, they were minus 135 earlier on, the minus 138 now, but that's still a reasonable price. Um, it's not going to make you rich, but equally, uh, I think I think it's a good spot for Colorado and they're a better side. Uh, and that's a really struggling. I did also think there might be an under here. Um, like I say, corwin has gone okay uh, in Colorado in the past, and Gumba's been pitching well. The number is high, ten and a half. Um, so I considered uh, throwing out as a little bit of a maverick pick uh, the the Colorado and under. 10.5 parley as well, uh, if you want something fancy for tomorrow. Uh, Noah, what do you think?
1: Uh, I'm nervous about the under. What I will say is the team total might not be a bad idea. They have a ton of positive PVB. Jose Iglesias, Chris Bryant, Brendan Rogers, uh, Ryan McMahon, uh, Elias Diaz, CJ Crone. All of these guys are hitting 250 or better. Charlie Blackman, they're all hitting 250 or better against Patrick Corbin and Connor Joe is a name that probably doesn't have many reps against Corbin um, being pretty new to the league. He's absolutely raking right now, batting 282 with eight, uh, eight RBIs and four home runs on the year. And on the national side of things, Josh Bell would be one of the only bats that I would entertain here. He's batting three fifty two home runs, 27 hits for 75 at-bats. Um, the Rockies money line will be my play, and um, the team total would probably be the uh, bet um, if this Rockies play or the money line is
0: too high. Uh, Dylan, uh, Nats at the Rockies. Do you like this one?
2: Yeah, we talked about this yesterday, Malcolm. When Rockies are home, we're going to be backing them. But when they're on the road, we're going to be fading them. And now they're home. They're against the Nationals. They're they're not the best hitting team, and they're throwing Patrick Corbin. So in his two starts, Corbin, he's given up eight runs in just seven innings. And that was against the Braves and the Pirates. And I think the Rockies have a better hitting team than both of them. So 11 of their 13 wins have come by two or more runs. I think this is a good chance for the Rockies to get some plus money out of them. So I'm going to be on the Rockies minus one and a half plus 120. And to Noah's point, I set their team total at 5.6. So over four and a half, over five, I do like that.
0: Okay, love it. Um, It's one more game, but unfortunately, it's going to be a struggle for us to handicap because we have a a TBD pitcher. Uh, It's a good looking game as well. It's a game that I think people would probably like just to handicap and give them a steer on the... 10-10 uh, East San Francisco Giants at the LA Dodgers. Good-looking series in a, a game tonight with Carlos Rodon on the hill that we're really looking forward to. Uh, this tomorrow, though, San Francisco have Alex Wood going. Uh, but I've got a TBD for the Dodgers. I couldn't find even a guest uh, anywhere. Fantasy Pro, some of the, a lot of the sites that we use. Um, so I yeah, saw Tony one. I Tony saw Guns, Tyler
2: or? Anderson. Oh, so we're all Oh, over there the you place. go.
0: So, yeah, so we've got no one. We yeah, we've got three different options. Um, I've seen no lines as a result, um, therefore I can't really give you anything much of a steer, other than as I said on last night's pod, these this series was epic last year. These Giants and Dodgers games, uh, yes. tended to be low score and, and tended to be very tense, but also very, very good as well. Um, if either of you got anything, uh, you want to give us on this game in, in the absence of a definite pitcher for the Dodgers.
1: I don't know. I've just kind of adopted the Giants as maybe my Mariners, uh, like Dylan has been a fan of them. My roommate in college was a huge Diar Giants fan, and this team does everything correct. They're a good hitting team for average, they have a great bullpen. Uh, they can get, they can manufacture actually some runs so I'd be looking to take the Giants on the money line here uh there's only a few Dodgers with good PvB against Alex Wood Freddie Freeman and Max Muncie and there was one more Chris Taylor so yeah those three guys would be good bats to take for Dodgers
2: yeah I mean if we were able to get around the same price like we did today one plus one thirty 130, plus one thirty five I'll definitely take a shot with um Alex Wood, because on the road, he, I mean, it was against the Nationals, but then the, the other start was against the Indian uh, Guardians, excuse me. Uh, he went 10 innings, only two runs. He struck out 10 batters, only walked three. So, I mean, I, I I agree with everything Noah just said. I really like the Giants, and I don't think they should be big underdogs in this spot, especially with Wood on the mound. Uh,
0: mention of the Indians there from Dylan, $10 in the jar towards the... Uh... End of season MLB gambling Ooh. podcast uh, piss up that we're going to. I'm going to be broke you. then. Yeah, you've got to, you and Moona are. me and Noah have been uh, <laughs> have been very astute so far doing that. Um, I'll tell you about one more of our sponsors before we get to our locks and dogs for tonight show. Athletic Greens uh, and their AG One supplement. Um, one delicious scoop of AG One, um, you get to absorb seventy five high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients that supports gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery focus, and aging. It costs you less than $3 a day. Uh, You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free 1-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com/sgp, that's athleticgreens.com/sgp to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, boys, uh Dylan, lock dog time. Uh get us going.
2: Yes. Yeah, so for my lock, I'm just going to keep beating the drum out of it. Joey Vado's out. I'm going to take Brewers run line at plus 100. Uh, I think Freddy Peralta will out Gutierrez, and I just can't back the Reds right now. They're just an automatic fade until they start to turn things around. And my dog, it's a wait and see, but in the morning, I think I'll get a better place. I just needed a plus 130 or better, so I'm going to be on the cubbies here at home. I'm going to give Kyle Hendricks one more shot against the south side. So Cubs on the money line as my dog and Brewers run line as my lock.
0: That is a brave man's pick as a dog uh, taking Kyle Hendricks and the Cubs. Uh, good luck with that. He's a, like I say, I've got him in place. So I hope he, I hope he does have a good start. Uh, Noah, what have you got?
1: Yeah, pretty simple here. I'm going to take the first five with the Astros. I'm not going to fade Verlander. But if that one is too juicy for you, if it comes out tomorrow morning and it's minus 160 or minus 150 or something like that, um, my play would be the Yankees minus 115 on the money line. And, you know, when I'm giving out the Yankees as a lock, that thing is basically stone cold because I hate the life out of that team. Um, So that would be my play uh, going up against Kikuchi there. And for my dog, I'm going to go with Birdland.
0: Give me the Orioles against the Twins. Plus one fifteen. Oh, interesting! A little ball. We haven't seen. We haven't had a Baltimore dog for a few days uh, on the MLB gambling podcast. Um, I can't get away from locking up Colorado. It just seems so obvious uh, that home record, uh, the fact that they've got uh, Patrick Corbin as the upwind pitcher, the fact that they're playing the Nats, it was terrible. Um, just points to a, a straightforward Colorado win. Um, and for my dog, I'm going to Cleveland. Um, I know everyone here had quite nice things to say about them as we handicapped that game. Um, little question mark about Mackenzie Gore and uh, Cal Quantrill is someone that we think uh, can go well and keep improving as the season goes on. So, yeah, give me Cleveland, who's been fairly feisty at home against the San Diego Padres at plus 120. So there we go. Um, looking forward to a busy day uh, at baseball tomorrow. Cheers, boys. Uh, anything else you need to tell me before we crack on?
1: Yeah, I'm starting Gore, so I'm hoping he's going to play well for me. He's been one of my more reliable starting pitchers at the start of the season, but I do like the Guardians for the game, though. Uh, yeah,
2: no I'm, I like the Guardians as well. Good luck uh, both of you tonight and tomorrow. We got a big slate tonight. Yeah,
0: appreciate yes, it. Um, keep your eyes peeled for the Kentucky Derby stuff. I will give myself a little plug. Uh, I'll have the article out. Uh, I'm tomorrow. very interested. I'm going interested. to get my teeth yeah, I'm going to get my teeth into tomorrow, and then I'm going to uh, speak to Ryan and Sean uh, on the Mothership with the Wolf of Oaklawn uh, on Thursday afternoon. So, yeah, so fun and games there. Um, I love Kentucky Derby. It keeps me really busy. It's a, it's a American race, obviously, but it's got a British field with a massive field. It's got that field yeah. of 20, which is something I'm I'm more familiar with.
1: You mentioned Mothership. It's May 4th. Go watch yourself a Star Wars movie. Come on, <laughs> Oh,
0: <laughs> oh, I don't think I've got it in me no I'll be honest with you. I think that ship sailed if I haven't seen it by my age I think that ship has sailed um, right cheers boys for joining me it's been fun thank you everyone for listening uh, like rate re- review uh, in all their usual places uh, download the app get over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com where everything you will ever need to know uh, is on and um, we'll see you down the road cheers